welcome to the Most True You podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Irene. Hi, I am Kelly Irene, and I'm an ex-pastor's wife. So that's not usually something that I lead with. It's actually one of those things that I throw into two truths and a lie, because nobody ever guesses that that's one of my truths. Um, the other two that I usually tell are that I love to play Dungeons and Dragons as an elf named Magwin, and I'm a huge fan of balloons, and I could totally be a clown as my side hustle. So I'll tell you later which one of those is false. Okay, but back to being an ex-pastor's wife, that whole thing. It's actually really important to the crux of why this podcast exists. Um, so we're going to get into that. But to get there, we need to go back to eighth grade summer camp, where as most good church stories tend to do, um, we're going to say that mine began there. So we had just finished up a week of church eighth grade summer camp, which is its own beast. And dirty, smelling like the trees and the ground, um, but just beyond ecstatically happy. I had had some really incredible spiritual experiences, and I remember walking down the cement pathway from like the main, not cabin, but where we would all meet for you know our like group gathering times to the dirt parking lot where all the cars were, the parents were loading up their kids' stinky bags. Um, and I was talking to my friend's mom who was picking all of us up. And I said um, something to the effect of, you know, I've received my calling from God. I know what I want to do. And I told her that I felt like God was calling me to be a or to marry a pastor. Um, he was calling me to be a pastor's wife. And I felt that so deeply in my core. Um, but what I didn't realize at that time was that really what I felt in my core was that I knew even then I wanted to help others have those spiritual experiences that I had. Um, but given my context, I thought that I had to marry a pastor to get there. So that's where it begins. Um, and then the high school youth group course was in youth group all through high school, uh, we could talk about the one time that I bribed one of the guys to come in by making out with him in the parking lot, but instead we'll go to the story where I, um, just longed for like a spiritual mother or a mentor to help guide me through those years. I was living in Charleston, South Carolina. My mom was in Northern California. I was living with my dad, total opposite sides of the country. And I just needed a woman to help like guide and lead me through that so that I wouldn't be making out with boys in the parking lot to try to get them to come into church. That happened. Um, after I graduated high school, I went to France and lived there for a year as an exchange student. It was beyond magical. Like, I swear I have lived in France in another life. Um, like there's just a huge piece of my DNA that's French and it doesn't come from my current lineage. So I got back from France and it was a bumpy road. Like I literally feel like I was bouncing on my ass down the you know road three months um, from when I got back to when I went to Northern California for the holidays. I was bouncing from house to house, living in an apartment with three guys, and it was disgusting, living at my best friend's house while he was away at school, 
um, just like had no sense of belonging. And so then I went back to my mom's house in Northern California for the holidays. And by that time, it was coming near the end of being 19. And I was going to be turning 20 the next month. And it's like, okay, I've, I've literally fulfilled my lifelong dream and lived in France. So now what? Um, I wanted to continue to travel, but I still had in the back of my mind this, you know, calling to help others experience things that were spiritual. So I took like six months and I just kind of worked and wasn't too sure what to do. But during that time, we had some missionaries come and stay at our house. And I thought that that, you know, just really bolstered my calling. Here are these missionaries staying with us. We had a great time with them. Um, And they kind of gave me this vision of being able to travel, um, but also help people with these spiritual experiences. And so I, at the age of 20 and a half, signed up to go to Bible college um, so that I could become a missionary. And for me, I didn't know, you know, everything about colonialism and all of that. So I'm not even going to unpack that baggage here at this point, but that was just kind of what was driving me at that time. Um, while I was in college, had some really great, great experiences, uh, really found that I could be a spiritual leader. But what I couldn't shake was this feeling that I still needed a man to validate me. Um, I needed a man to validate my calling, to validate my leadership, and just to validate me as a human because I was still carrying a lot of wounds from childhood into adulthood. Luckily for me, I found a man. We got married. You can kind of see where this story is going. How to get married to be an ex-pastor's wife. Okay. We got married. We went to seminary. Well, okay. So he went to seminary. I went to the Seminary Wives Institute, which is where you learn not only to be a good seminary wife, but a good pastor's wife. So my calling was finally being backed up with real training, but I failed. I dropped out of the Seminary Wives Institute. Uh, I don't know if it was the fact that I meditated rather than praying through the approved acronyms or the fact that I did my laundry to get my clothes clean, not to make Jesus happy. So here I am, Seminary Wives Institute dropout, um, becoming a pastor's wife, did not set myself up on a good footing apparently. And fast forward a decade, okay, I had the man, I had the marriage, I had the home, which I loved. Um, I had the kids and the church, but in all of that, something was missing and that was me. There was no me in any of that. Like there was just a little wisp left of my soul because through that decade, each time that I began to get a glimpse of my true calling again, or each time that I began to allow my truest self to be free or to be expressed, I was punished for that. And so eventually through that, I came to a place where I realized I could die. Um, Maybe not physically at that point, but spiritually I could die, my self would just no longer exist, or I could grow, but growing required going. I would have to leave, um, which is what I did. And I knew that divorce was going to be rough, but I had no clue that all of those um, unmet desires and traumas from childhood were going to come back to haunt me. I didn't know that in embracing my true self, I was going to be 
shunned by the community that I had so longed to empower, to embrace themselves. I had no idea that I was entering the darkest days of my life. Um, and that once again, I was doing so without the spiritual mothering that I had longed for. So I absolutely had the help of my own family and friends. Um, but if you go back to 2017 and look at the books, any, you know, publications, podcasts, anything that were available to Christian women who chose divorce, there was nothing. Like there was literally one book that I found that I started reading. And the whole thing was how this woman had spent 15 years trying to find a way to make sense of being in an abusive marriage that the church needed her to be in. Um, and she finally left and she was still trying to make sense of how all that was good. Like that was it. I just, there was nothing there for me. So I basically went into hibernation. Like my soul couldn't survive what was really quickly becoming a long winter out in the open with the, these really hostile elements of being a woman in the church who had chosen myself over my man. But it was in that cave that I began to experience the things that um, I thought were only dreams. It was so lonely and silent, but in that, I began to hear my own voice. It was so freaking dark. Like, I didn't, there was not even a path to be looking for. It was just an empty, dark void. But that was where I found that there was a light within me. And in that freezing, hostile, cold winter air, um, I began to find the refreshing presence of a spirituality that was much bigger, much broader, much deeper, much more everything than I had ever thought possible. And it was after hearing the echoes of my own voice that I realized I can be my own spiritual mother. I can be my own light and provide myself with acceptance and validation. And it was in that that I finally started to come out of hibernation. I started to live a life where I was following my intuition. I was writing and owning my story. And I was only, only doing spiritual practices that actually supported me. And in all of that, what I found was my truest and most authentic self, and that is Kelly Irene. And that is what I want for you. I want you to find your truest and most authentic self. I want you to hear your own voice and find your own light and write your own story and find the practices that are going to support your very soul. And I know that those things don't come overnight, and I know what that fucking dark hellhole is like. And so this... It's a place where others are going to hold up their lights, where they're going to tell their stories, where they're going to speak about their inner voice and share the practices that support them so that we all know that we're not alone. Thank you so much for listening to my story. I'm so excited to share other stories with you. I always hear other podcasters say, I'm so excited, which whatever. It's like the new nice or the new fun. Um, but I really am excited. Like I've been working on this for a while and I have people lined up that I can't wait to talk to and share those conversations with you. But I also want to hear your story. Um, and also, I did not forget about my truth and my lie. Here's the reality. I hate balloons, like phobia level fear of balloons. So loving balloons and wanting to be a clown as a side hustle, that was my lie. 
And my truth, I play a sun elf named Magwin in my Dungeons and Dragons campaign, and it's so fun. Okay, can't wait, can't wait to keep going on this and share more stories with all of you. To find out more, you can check out other episodes. Find me on Instagram at iKellyIrene or check out the website and sign up for our newsletter at mosttrueupodcast.com. Thank you.